tell i'm like kind of amped up yeah it yeah. feels like speak a truth i speak truthful truthfully it feels like i accidentally took two of my adderall today <laughs> on accident but i don't think i did um, so you you're understanding the secrets of the universe you yeah, see you I, see things for how they really yeah, are i don't like it because i just like i've been zippity zappity um, so that's why I've been blanked and I've been pacing around as, <laughs> as we got ready. And Before I got here, you're just... <laughs> yeah, I opened the door with no shirt on. <laughs> it's not good. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have... I guess a couple of mine are yeah, semi-music related. I get, Ooh, yeah. I get a little worried about this show sometimes because like <laughs> i think it takes us like 40 minutes to actually get into the yeah, get, yeah. And, and and at this point i think i'm mostly doing it for like us where oh. like i don't care if mm-hmm. like someone's like can you guys just get to the topic but it's like i have so much fun just riffing on whatever yes. bullshit then like I, I don't care well it's important for posterity to say what's happening in the world yeah this is a living document exactly exactly i guess we could hurry up and get to things or try to make the weekly topics more music related because i think or or like music or like so like like i have on my list one two three four five six seven things okay one of them is music related one is stand-up related so those are all right um and then i have yeah so why don't you why don't you start with okay. your non-music stuff? I'll go through my non-music stuff. We'll make it brief. And then we'll bridge the gap into like... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, uh, well, I guess my first non-music thing <laughs> is that I was battling customer service this week. Really? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had to do uh, that before. I, was, I had like a call center job. So granted, granted, it was kind of my fault, mm-hmm. right? So we have, uh, we have Xfinity Internet Service. And yep. I have I have like auto pay set up on the first of the month. Yep, I got our box over there. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so the the thing didn't go through on the first. I mean, the the auto I didn't like. I checked my bank statement. It was like the day after. Mm-hmm. I thought auto pay means auto pay the first of the month. Of course. So yeah. I was like, I went to the app and I was like, I'll just pay now. So I did that. So then what happened to me <laughs> is that the, the auto pay went through. Oh, you get the, no. and then I got I paid again. So basically, like. I essentially paid for next month in right. advance, and I'm like, no, I want you I, want you want like the hundred bucks. Or whatever yeah, I, I didn't mean to do that, which is just like, yeah, my fault. I'm mm-hmm. I'm dumb well, for doing it's that. It's half your fault because if you look and there's no payment on your statement, I'm like, did the auto pay not go through? Yeah. Whatever, and so I'm like, okay, whatever. This is a dumb mistake, but it should be relatively. It's like it's it's kicking back like eighty bucks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I get on the app. And I'm talking to like a virtual assistant yep. and it's like, eventually I'm just like, it's to the point where it's like a weird enough thing <laughs> that it's like, there's not going to be like a really easily, like it falls into this category yeah. and you can fix it on your own. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I can't fix this on my own. 
So I just, I just start typing agent. Just like, let me yes. talk to somebody. Yeah, human. And they're like, uh, the, our virtual assistants are busier than usual. Try calling our number at so-and-so. Like virtual, like the robots are busy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? I, I, I do think there are people available to chat. Okay. But I think they were all busy. That's, that's what it made it sound like. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll call them. So I call them. And it's like one of those like smart uh, voices where it can like it, it can understand what you're yeah. saying, you know, like please you say, say yes. Yeah. You say no. yes to go to the next. Yeah, exactly. Prompt. And so eventually I, and I felt like an insane person. Like if anyone had walked out while I was doing this, they would have looked at me and I'm just like out there in like the little courtyard of my workplace and I'm just like mm-hmm. agent. Yeah. Right. Agent. right. <laughs> I just kept saying it over and over. And then it's like, most issues are solved by talking to our virtual chat bots. Yeah. And it basically, it was, it was like entirely circular. Yeah, no, those aren't good. And so you know what I did? And you know what works? And you know what sucks that it works almost every single time? What's, what's this? Bitching intel? on Twitter. You went on to the customer. Like, All I had oh, to do. that's crazy. I I've tagged, never thought about I that. I tagged their support account and told them that their system was done and you know what someone responded real quick and i got the problem solved that's crazy so you got the money back and there's i never thought about that but like i feel like so i because like i'll see other like bigger accounts on twitter Mm -hmm. and like them just like complaining about chipotle or complaining about whatever service and a Mm -hmm. bunch of people are like you're some rich asshole what are you complaining about and then they delete tweets Mm -hmm. but i uh, but i was like I, I, I feel embarrassed for having to like publicly <laughs> right. publicly call out like customer service. Like I feel like a, a Karen, mm-hmm. but someone responded to me instantly yeah, no, and I mean, like that's... I got the issue resolved and I completely bypassed their horseshit like customer service thing. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, it was wild. You got to do what you got to do. That's actually a good technique because I don't like dealing with that stuff. I've been in kind of a similar vein. I've been having this collections agency call me five times a day. Ooh. I picked up after like a week. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> it's like an 888 number. And um, <laughs> so I don't, pick, I don't pick up numbers I don't have. And I'm like, well, hello. And they're like, collections, you have an unpaid medical bill for like $102. I'm like, well, what is it? They're like, <laughs> <laughs> what did I break? Yeah, I was like, what? They're like, you had an x-ray in January that these two dates. I'm like. I don't know if I did. Let me. I was like, let, I was like, let me call Can you. You prove it. Yeah, I was like, let me call you back. And then I didn't for a week, and they didn't call for a week, and then it started up again today. But I guess what I'm getting at is, what if you never pay the collections? What happens? I think they. <laughs> what, what can they do? Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, will I go to court one day and it's a hundred dollars? Be like, okay. Because I don't. Like, tr- damn, you got me. Yeah, I was like, where did it come from? They're like, well, it came from a medical account. Like, does it say what the procedure was? She's like, nope. I'm like, well, I don't want to pay this. Um, how, how do I know this isn't a scam right now? Yeah. I think I know what it was. I, I had, I had a, a, I have a lump on my ball, and I, I had to like go in, and had, they had to like look at it with the x-ray, and yeah. my insurance like didn't cover it. But I'm on, a, I'm on like a, because it was like a fucking expensive, so I'm on a big payment plan right now. I'm just, hey. I'm just not going to pay them. And I'm going to kind of see what happens. I yeah, don't really well, think they can do anything. Here's what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. What is so special? What is so much of a mm-hmm. finite resource regarding x-rays that they cost that much? Yeah. They, they probably just spray, they spray radiation at you, but... Is that what it... Because, I think, right? <laughs> you know, our, <laughs> like, I don't one, know. Of, one of our cats had to get a couple teeth removed. Mm-hmm. 
and basically they got us. Ooh, speaking of balls, this is he gone? Hey, buddy, <laughs> he's he's under Every the couch damn and week. reaching up. Hey, yeah. To the listeners at home, if you hear a jingling bell, that is this absolute terror of a nice. cat just running around. Yeah, Ugh. he's so good. He's such an asshole, but I love him. Yeah. What are you doing down just there? Just relax, man. Chill just out. Ah! <laughs> Do you want me to bring him up? No, it's all right. All right. What are you doing? Anyway. Yeah, we one of our cats had to get like some teeth removed. Mm-hmm. And like basically they, they, they got us to um, buy a, it was like a, you, you pay monthly, but it's like a yearly cat plan type yeah. deal. Because yeah. otherwise it would have been like 1500 bucks. Yeah, teeth are fucked. When I got my cat, she had to get like five teeth removed. I'm like, I'll get her if you guys take the teeth out. Oh. And they're like, okay. And they just gave her to me and did the free surgery. Yeah, that's probably, yeah, because Chloe's sister uh, fosters kittens. Mm-hmm. And like, if they have any sort of issue, she's just like, hey, this cat's not eating, or hey, this cat has this problem. And the Humane Society just like chomps that bill. Yeah, no, because it was, it was through the pound or whatever, Humane Society. So I was like, sweet, because I'm not going to drop like, Fifteen hundo on yeah. this old cat that I got. I'm like I'm used to that with like a person. Yeah, like human health insurance. Yeah, sure, whatever. But for a cat, mm-hmm. the, like, is it scalable in that way? Yeah, and how dangerous is it? <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> so anyway, I was battling customer service, and then the other thing I <laughs> I have on my list, mm-hmm. I guess this is kind of a one-two punch, but uh, anamorphic. Uh, people and animals. There's been a couple stories that I've seen. Oh, the uh, there's the border the, collie. The border collie. Yeah. But there's also apparently uh, there was like a, a zoo in China, and it was like this bear that was like waving at people. Oh, oh I and think everyone I, on Twitter was like, "That's a guy in a bear costume." Yeah, I, think I saw that. <laughs> Which I don't. I, I've looked at it. I think it's a real bear, mm-hmm. but if it is, it looks like an emaciated bear that's yeah, like it, just like a skinny dude. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but have you I seen this border just, collie thing? The border collie thing is absurd, right? <laughs> it looks very real. Does Is it a suit or is it... He paid like $1,400. No, 14000 He didn't sorry. get like surgery to make himself look like... No, that. no, no. I, I don't oh, think so. thank you. But uh, I, I was listening to like another podcast today talk about it. And apparently this dude, he's like a, he's like a businessman in Japan who like wants to remain anonymous. Mm-hmm. Like doesn't want anyone yeah. that he knows personally to know that he's like into this thing. Well, no, don't put it online, bro. Yeah, <laughs> what? that seems. Like, but it's like it, it's like the sunk cost fallacy, cr- where he's like, I put fourteen thousand dollars down, so like I gotta talk about it. That's crazy. A little it's, bit. I don't like it. It's weird. I I'm a, I'm usually a big believer in like you know do no harm whatever mm-hmm. that's your thing. I don't think it's like overtly sexual. It, I don't think I don't think the point is, of this is to it's gotta be <laughs> <laughs> every like yeah I don't know because I think that's the stigmatism with like furry shit right it's like oh yeah you guys are like you guys are are, are fucking right that's what you're yeah. doing yeah well don't they like wear like diapers and gags <laughs> I, or am I I'm, I'm out of the loop I'm out of the yeah, loop and then you add like a Japanese you. tag on something and it's automatically a fetish for me you know yeah Japanese man puts on dog suit there's only one thing i know he's doing i know where this road leads yeah exactly but that could be my ignorance but i mean why why else would you do it but this is this border collie is not like an anime border collie it's like a a normal dog i know well it's very like i said i'm like 
it's like, it looks real. It's uncanny. It's like it's like uncanny valley, but for animals. Yeah, and then its handler was like smiling in the photos too. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> I don't know. Do what you want, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ooh, I don't like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna take him to a park and then throw a ball, and then when he goes to fetch, I'm gonna get in the car and drive away. <laughs> oh no, that's hor- that's, that's horrible. <laughs> I'm gonna charge you with abandonment. Um, well, I yeah. guess it'd make future uh, remakes of Homeward Bound much cheaper. We can <laughs> yeah. just get dudes. I, I don't even know how much I have to say on the border. It's just it's it's bizarre. It's 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 weird. It's I, I get escapism. I get you know being into like a community or a subculture, but yeah, there's lines that yeah, are to, to be drawn, to and it's really it weird. In the public sphere just makes it yeah a whole nother level. Because I mean, if you're just doing that in your house, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's no worse or better than online. But once once you put it online, it's like I have to see it now. Yeah, and you have to know like. It's like those like he's, like he's pup play OnlyFans girls. Pup pup play. Oh, Have you ever I've seen, seen those? like the the leash the leash. Yeah, stuff. just like going around in public and just like drinking out of water bowls. Yeah, I don't. What's what's the what's like? I get that's I don't like that either. No. What is that like a biological response that I don't like that, or is that <laughs> just like a societal thing? <laughs> Oh, it's like an evolutionary response. Yeah, like that's like... Your, your your primitive monkey brain is just like, oh! Yeah, no, like, it's like how I can smell pheromones. I can also <laughs> see, I'm like, that's you not right. You see a dude in a border collie, yeah. border collie, you just beat him to death. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's crazy, but maybe I'm just not used to it. Yeah, well, this is the future that... Yeah. This is the future that liberals want. What they want it? realistic dog. Imagine if you got, like, back surgery to like crank them 90 degrees yeah well i mean there's people who've gotten like cosmetic surgery to look like anime characters yeah go to los angeles yeah (laughs) (laughs) sing (laughs) got their asses yeah Um, uh the only other non-music thing i have is mad men beating off Nice. I was one of my things was just Mad Men. So, so like two bird, two bird, two Pete Campbells with one one whiskey. Oh, this, here. this involves Pete Campbell. Okay, yeah, hit, hit me with it. So it was it was in uh, season two. It was okay. it was an episode. It was the one where Pete and Trudy, who's mm-hmm. Allison Brie, yes. they're like talking about conception and like I guess they the, they're worried that one of them is like sterile. Yeah. Wait, something. how far in the in the series are you? That's the last episode that we watched. Oh. So we're like halfway through season two. Oh. Okay, okay. That I think that episode. I think that episode made Chloe cry. I don't remember because I just powered through. Um, but so, g- give me the recap of the episode because Pete he doesn't really want a kid, right? He doesn't really, but yeah. he's already fathered a kid with right. Peggy. Yeah, but he didn't know until yeah. after it was um, murdered. I haven't gotten that far. The kid gets killed. Well, she she has an abortion. No, Peggy gave birth to the kid. Oh, that's right. No. Jesus. I was like, what? Oh, that man, God. I did not think that show got that dark. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where. No, uh, I'm wrong. Okay. I'm so, thinking of I just made that up. Honestly. Okay. I don't 
No, I so, think because the, yeah. <laughs> sorry, go on. <laughs> oh my so god. So this episode, this episode, it's Mur- it's uh, it's it, it, Don, it's basically Don's oh. third affair with a random woman. Okay. She's like the the wife of uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Barrett, Jimmy Barrett. Yeah, she's the entertainer. She's a little guy. bit older. Yeah. Um, they get in a car crash. Oh yeah, that's episode. That's season two. That's season Damn. two. So Peggy picks them up, and she's basically yeah. like, she can stay at my place. Like I won't tell anybody. And, and and the lady's just like, why are you doing all this for Don? Mm-hmm. And then it's essentially revealed in a flashback that Don was there for Peggy when she had her child. And I think Don knows. Oh, I forgot. She, like, she yeah. wakes up in the hospital wing and Don is there. And he's like, I just promoted you and you disappeared. Like, you don't think that I was going to wonder? Yeah. And it, it was, it was sort of this very, like, I think Don is a very touching character when he wants to be yeah uh, yes and and it was like one of those moments that's just like he he kind of shed away that like i'm a 1960s dude and women are Mm -hmm. dumb and stupid and i gotta make all the decisions like that sort of ethos yeah like he kind of he became human and was just like i know what you're going through like i've all he well he's also like a child that doesn't really know his I don't know if he, does he not know his biological parents or he kind of got thrusted into a shitty family situation. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he knows his dad or he knew yeah. his dad. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't want to say too much, but he's, he's more with his dad and his mom. Yeah. Who his dad is married to. just like, didn't like him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But with the beating off. Thing, yeah. Yeah. But, but just like quick on Don, cause I think he understands who he is at, at some yes, level. Cause yes. there was a seat as it goes on people will make comments and for like Pete, for instance, Don will be like, don't, don't be like me. Like he'll say stuff like that where he's like, Pete, look what you have. Sometimes it's just not worth it. But, but Don would do the exact same thing, but he knows it's wrong because he's his own. He, he's a very, yeah, like he can be likable, but he's also, um, He's, he's, he's not a good guy. He's I mean, in that same episode, he was talking to uh, What's-Her-Face Barrett, and she's just, like, talking about things that she likes. Mm-hmm. And, she's, and I think she asks him something like, you know, what do you like? Or, or what, what, you know, what do you look forward to? And he's just like, I don't like anything. Yeah. He's kind of this, like, soulless... I, don't, I wouldn't I, say... Yeah. He's just kind of empty. He doesn't really know what he wants, and he just kind of goes through the phases. I, I, I think he's... I mean, so uh, Breaking Bad and Mad Men were mm-hmm. like airing at the same time. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting to see both of these sort of, uh, you know, flawed anti-hero characters like on TV at the same time where it's like, I think, I think Don Draper is like an incredibly interesting character. Yeah. But he's not, Walter in the beginning is motivated yeah, Walter's with, a little with, more, a, yeah. with like a reason. Don yeah. is just a corrupted person not that he's yeah. bad but he just and what, i think there's these hum- moments of humanity that are crawling out of him that kind of they show their face from time to time yeah he because like he just want i think he's really embracing the don and not the dick i don't know how yeah. much you know about the dick whitman uh i mean the last thing we saw of like the dick whitman story was him basically being on the train and seeing his family okay, receive so, the news that he's dead. So the dude, so the real Don Draper's dead. And so, but it's like his younger brother sees him on the train. Yeah. He's like, oh, there's Dick. There he is. Yeah. And his parents are like, oh, hush. Mm-hmm. I think that's right around the time that Adam 
Levine. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Levine hangs himself. Yes. Um, that episode... Sorry, I'm... No, no, no. I'm no. feeling a little emotional. That episode, the carousel episode, like, was yeah, kind of a Yeah, no, tear. it's very good. I mean, it's, when, it's, it's a good episode. When he is showing the slideshow of, like, his family photos yeah. of the carousel... Mm-hmm. And it's like this, the way that the music plays and it's like in this dark room, like the one dude gets up, the the one guy that like cheats on his wife during like the... <laughs> yeah, they got the glasses. The bow tie guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like gets up and leaves the room because right. he's so distraught by what Don is saying about like, you know, he's like talking about memory. Yeah, nostalgia. Is like, it's a Greek word for letting go, uh, or it's like, I forgot what the actual, yeah. it's a Greek word of uh, a, a pain, the blah, like a something. A painful memory or something. Yeah, like. yes, yeah. And it shows, like, Don's, like, his wedding photos, Mm -hmm. him, like, playing with his kids. Yeah. And it's just, it's heavy. It's crazy, too, because in all the photos, he's genuinely smiling. You don't really see that in the show too much. Um, But, yeah, we... We should do a weekly Mad Men recap. Um, That'd be, yeah. I need to rewatch, because, like I said, I passively watched while I work. Oh. So, I I didn't really sit down and watch it. Um, Okay. So I need to go and I watch I watch like four or five a day because I I'll just, oh, <laughs> so you flew through yeah it. that's what I'm saying and then um but has he gone out to L A yet no okay okay I, I mean that's not ruining any ruining anything, I know that he, I know that's where he ends up I've seen like I ha- I don't know that oh I I haven't finished it oh, I mean I remember when the show <laughs> no, I remember not. when the show finished yeah and there's like a there's like a famous picture of him from like the finale or whatever okay, but yeah. I don't know the context no no I mean he goes to LA multiple times but okay you yeah learn, he hasn't gone yet. his first time there you learn more you just learn more you learn more every time but it's also cool to see the clothes and the yeah. LA vibe in Hollywood back mm-hmm. then um, it's interesting but yeah I mean we'll say oh, anyway, that we'll say that for the Mad Men cast but the original it's, point I wanted to bring up oh, yes, the so beating off yeah, thing yeah please please Pete, please Pete was basically, they were doing like fertility tests yep, yep. and testing Pete's sperm. And it <laughs> yeah. was one of the funniest scene transitions I've seen so far in the show where Pete goes to the doctor's office. He's like looking at like nudie mags because he needs to give him a sperm sample. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah, come down here and like beat off. And so he looks at the nudie mag and hard cut. Roger is in his office with a paddle ball oh gee i wonder <laughs> i wonder what you're trying to imply here yeah yeah it was i don't know it was just really it, a moment of like humor in you know a, yeah, a, no, a show that tends to be pretty dark it right, was really funny there are some funny moments in it too um, yeah I, like i think roger sterling's a very funny character yeah um, and he's probably more like messed up in the head than Don. So, oh yeah, the, well, the, all of yeah. The, the older dudes, at some point, all release some sort of like nasty, not even nasty, but like they they talk about World War Two and they're like, yeah, you don't know what. And then like you so, were in this, we were in the shit. Yeah, and then some of them will like get detail about what they did, and you're like, oh, like that's probably why you're just like a yeah a psycho. Yeah, Cooper, the older guy, he's like obsessed with like Japanese yeah architecture, and he's got like like samurai outfits in his office and like he's like pushing ayn rand onto don yeah, yeah in season like five four five or six they do business with these japanese men <laughs> and sterling roger sterling it's just the most outwardly racist oh. he like comes in oh, and just no. is like calling them slurs and oh. like you he's like we're not doing business and they're 
and yeah it's, it's crazy because he's like i was in okinawa <laughs> like yeah. wild shit but yeah Mad Men's it's so good i i, yeah. I need to rewatch it i should rewatch breaking bad too um yeah but word okay all right what do you got my stuff's kind of lame um so we can just go through it quick and then get into the the music stuff um Mad Men was one of them. Gym. I've been going to the gym. That shit sucks. Oh, me too. I hate it. Do you I like it? I went this morning at like 6 a.m. Today's my off day. We did we did legs yesterday. Oh. For me, I just oh. kind of... Right now, I've been just trying to get like my belly gone. Mm-hmm. So I've just been doing cardio shit. So I'll do like... Yeah. Well, I've been watching... <laughs> I'll do like 22 minutes on the treadmill, and then I'll do like four minutes of the cool down. Okay. But I've been watching King of the Hill. Nice, yeah. So like that's been a treat. Is that Judge? Yeah. Okay. And then I'll do like maybe some of the weight machines and I'll do like 10 minutes on the stair climber. Okay. And that's kind of like my 40 minute routine. Yeah. That's, that's a probably a little bit more. We'll go and just do the machines for like 15, 20 minutes. And then my girl will go sit in the massage chair at, oh. at Planet Fitness. Oh, okay. you guys, are you, are you guys black? Card She's a black member card because she just can swipe me in. Oh, so I don't have to do shit. And if she travels enough, she yeah. can probably just hit up any plan of fitness exactly. forever. So yeah. we'll do the machines or like free weights kind of. And then when she uses the massage chair, I just do like an inclined walk for like 15 minutes. Yeah. And that's it. But it's just. It can be a chore. I mean, it is because this is like week two and I'm just like, I'm just like a weakling. I'm just like, a, I'm like the baby bird who doesn't get the food when the mom, <laughs> when the mama brings it back. So it just, it, it's not for me. I hate running. Oh, I yeah, hate well, running. That'll, I can't, that'll do it. I can't do it. It's yeah. only for athletes and feminine men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just kidding. <laughs> no, Fellas, so, is it gay to run? <laughs> yeah, no. I just, I'll do the incline stair thing. Well, I think incline. No, no, not the stairs. The incline treadmill. I think the incline on the treadmill, is it, it burns more fat and it's like a better cardio workout than just running. Yeah, I mean, running so That's what lame, TikTok so tells lame. me. Yeah, I mean, I just crank it up to, I would do like 9.5 incline, yeah, yeah, yeah. three and a half miles an hour. And I'm just like, <gasps> and yeah. at the end, my calves hurt and I go home and I pout. <laughs> I don't feel good. I'm like, where's the runner's high? Where's anyway? Yeah, right. So that's that. So it's good though. They say it's good. I think it's more energy because I've been up later. But yeah, um, yeah. I've been trying to go in the morning more often. That's the way to do it. I, I, I'm a morning guy. I get my work done eight to noon. Yeah. Anything after that, I just the afternoon can't. It's not a productive time. Yeah. Um, at all. But okay, cool, cool, cool. Um. Next thing I got here is Taco Bell Volcano sauce came back. Oh, it's I've never had good. it. It's is like, it hot? It's it's hotter. It's hotter, but it tastes good. Um, you know the, you know the pepper. What's the primary? Oh, it's probably some sort of valence, gross. valence bond of chemicals, <laughs> like just yeah. created into some orange goo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's good, but I've been like. I plowed that. I had that today, and I had it the other night. Um, but like, check it out. Limited time. If limited you're into time. the spice, it's really good. Um, did you see the? You don't follow MLB at all. No, I, MLB I don't. trade deadline was a few nights ago. Okay. And the Tigers kind of fucked up, and it's just that seems just, to be what I gather about them. Yeah, I mean, we there, so 
here's the, so we traded one of our pitchers, Lorenzen, I think it is, to the Phillies for a good prospect. That's good. Okay. He's an older guy, whatever. We're getting prospects. That's what you do when you're rebuilding. Been doing it for like 10 years. And then everyone was interested, and we got Erod, Eduardo Rodriguez. We okay. We're going to trade him. Everyone's, what are we going to get? What are we going to get? Five, 10 minutes left. Nothing's happening. Deadline coming up. They didn't trade him. And then they come out with a statement saying, um, we attempted to make a trade at the Los Angeles Dodgers, but in his no trade clause, Erod listed the Dodgers. So we weren't able to come up with a deal. And everyone's like, fuck Erod. <laughs> I'm like, dude, he had it in his contract. He doesn't <clears throat> want to go there. You can't be mad at him. It's the, it, it's just crazy because now we have him still, which is good. He's a great pitcher, but we can he can opt out at the end of the year, which is bad for us. And then um, it's just it's crazy how people are mad management they can't be negotiating with teams on his no trade clause yeah that seems that seems like stepping on a rake like if you already know then why are you trying yeah because sometimes they'll waive it because he'll get more money that's why they have the more trade clause like oh i'll go but give me an extra it's baseball 15 million dollars a year or whatever but he's like fuck the dodgers (laughs) and then like 10 (laughs) minutes particular like no like all the staff was like seriously you're not gonna go he's like fuck them (laughs) Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like respect to this guy. Um but yeah, that's I was dealing with dealing with that uh yesterday. Yeah, when does baseball season start? Uh starts in Well, it started it starts in the spring yeah. and then it goes until the fall. So it's currently ha- Sorry, I'm Yeah, no, it's, it's it's about halfway through the season. It's on right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as we as we watch this game, it's about halfway through. Um but yeah, I mean that's that's dumb. Um I wish but I wish that I could get into sports and sports statistics the way that like other people do because I feel like it's something that like one because I get into like you know competitive video gaming or whatever mm-hmm, sure and like you know it's like oh yeah this player's playing this player and this mm-hmm. guy's done this at this tournament like I can yeah, follow it's essentially that. the same thing yeah like I can follow stats and tournament wins but I just I don't it just seems like such an investment to get yeah. into like baseball or football and really like watch the players and the teams and like keep track of all of that. Yeah, I think it's something that probably just comes from being a kid because like I don't follow the stats. I just kind of like it because I would would watch it as a kid and I played it. Like I played baseball. So it's just kind of like I don't really watch football. I'll watch it, but I'm not that interested because I just didn't... Like there's no reason for me. There's no uh, ties to it. Um, Yeah. And it's just something to have on if there's nothing to watch so I can just be on my phone and just listen is baseball is essentially just a podcast of two old dudes talking <laughs> yeah, and yeah, every yeah. little bit there's some, like something happens but it's usually like now yeah, well the 1988 Reds would uh, had their first base coach it and, like, would put me to sleep but I like mean, in a good way no, like, no I put on every night before bed because I'm just like listening to it's just, calming in a weird yeah, way yeah and it's just you hear like Oh, it's a single in the left field. It's just like it, it, it's yeah. like it's got this built-in nostalgia factor to it. Yeah, and it's it, it's America. Yeah, it's old. It's, it's just dudes. Because like when I was when I was a kid, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the pod with you. I've probably mentioned it before, but like uh, when I was a kid, like if I had trouble falling to sleep, you know, I, I didn't I didn't turn the TV on, but I had this like clock radio, mm-hmm. and I would turn on the radio, and like later at night, I would turn in. It, it'd be like the country radio station in my hometown, mm-hmm. but it would be like oldies in the evening time. So like I'd be like trying to fall asleep, and I would turn on this old, you know, FM radio, like Hank Williams, shit. yeah, yeah. And oddly enough, just like this, the the very subtle static 
and just like that old timey country shit, mm-hmm. it it brought on a weird calm in me that like put me to sleep. Yeah, and I feel like like baseball radio would be similar. Exactly. Just like it's just it's so it's just a just a lullaby. And that's a line drive to first yeah, base. And you're and, you know, like, uh, and then you wake up. Yeah, I think he's fucking wake up. Um, wake up, shit. Yeah. So yeah. Um, last thing is, I was texting you. I went to some. I saw some stand up. Yeah. Um, and I, when it's like local stand up, I went. Nobody goes. No one's going to see it. I feel like you just happen upon it if it's a very baseline, right? Yeah. Because um, there was like a sketch comedy show, and then they also had these local, but. I never, I always thought, <laughs> this is a new realization that things were funny and things weren't. I never really understood senses of humor until I saw some real baseline new comics do their thing. I'm like, <laughs> some of the shit is just so not funny, but then I'll see people laugh at it at just like not great jokes. Well, I think, I think the sort of like uncomfortableness of it makes people laugh. I, and I think also like going yeah. to stand up, you're kind of, you're in a room with people who ostensibly like want to laugh so i feel like you're you're more like even if i don't necessarily think what you're saying is funny i'm gonna like kind of like chuckle because that's like the the room it's to help you out yeah Yeah. um but then when someone's like confident like one of the kid he was probably like he's younger than me this is his joke i don't even understand it it was (laughs) so like nobody gets too raunchy there but this guy did like a race joke Ooh, um, okay. And he's a white kid. And he's like, you know, white people, like, we're all here. There's, like, there's some ethnicities around me, but it's mostly, sure. yeah, <laughs> mostly yeah, white yeah. people. And he's like, you know, like, we fuck a lot of shit up in the world history. But one thing that we did right was the taco. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> all right. I'm like, oh, it's funny if he's being ironic. Because he's like, but he was serious. And oh. it was crazy. He's like, Nothing worse than getting a taco with just cilantro, onion, and corn. Like, corn tortilla might as well be eating toilet paper. And I was like, I kind of like that taco. Corn corn tortillas are okay. He's like, us whites made the best flour tortilla with, (laughs) like, sour cream, which is a great joke if it was ironic. Yeah, yeah. he was, like, dead-ass serious. Like, that was the punchline was, like, he loves tacos in that the traditional taco sucks. And Ugh. I was like, Oh, and then, yeah, there's some older dudes that did pretty good, but did a lot of like old dude, like street jokes. What do you mean? Street jokes are like, a, you know, two Hasidic Jews walk into not, a bar and they, not know. even like punchlines. I, I've, I've heard before. Yeah. I like, so like, like Johnny Carson level, like, I, I get no respect for any danger field. Like, old school comedy punchline. Kind of, but just, I, I, I can't think, I, I should remember, but it was just the punchline was like, that's my wife. Not, 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 <laughs> not even, like, someone <laughs> did uh, I hate my wife joke, and, and someone's like, finally a wife joke. Like, it was so extremely it's vanilla. A, it's a cathartic experience. Yes. Like, oh, yes. And then everything changed when this guy came on stage and i told you the i told you a little bit about it you know what murray <laughs> no this so this guy comes out in a full clown costume yeah and he takes off his mask and he's like mumbling yeah, and he takes off more masks and he has like the joker face paint uh-huh. it's a very joker thing but he's doing like dark shit like oh, dark yeah. shit and he's essentially having like a manic episode 
he's acting, but people were very uncomfortable. He yeah. was like saying shit like I was with uh I was with people who uh didn't like this joke. And this is I'll I'll summarize. He was like, you know, at least Freddie Mercury died doing what he liked. AIDS and men. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and like people with me didn't like that one. Yeah. And I, but I and that wasn't the great punchline, but at the end of it he goes, I got this is my final act. This is my final. He kept saying my final act, and he pulls out a gun out uh, of his his bag, and it's like waving it around, and people are looking around. Like, is that real? Yeah, yeah, no, because he's like, it, it's not like there's no orange tip on it. He's yeah, just like, yeah. and the dude's like visibly weird and like sweating and like yeah. gross, and he puts it in his mouth, and he's like shouting, "This is my final act!" And he pulls the trigger, and nothing happens, but everyone was not liking it. Yeah. I clapped, but um, <laughs> standing and, ovation and people hate, but I'm like, what? It was that like, that's craziness, right? Yeah. That's like too dark. That's, I don't know, but yeah, he, he did, he did up and he, he got up and did it, but I don't know if he's going to be invited back. Yeah. It was crazy. It was like, it was actually insane. Yeah. It's I'm, not even like a joke. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know what it was. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm pretty far removed from the stand-up scene. Although, I've been thinking about doing it again. Fuck yeah! Been thinking about doing it. Come again. to um, Monday nights. We'll go. Okay. And I think that's when they have the. You can t- take a look. You can test the waters. You can see what see, people are saying. The problem is, I go mm-hmm. to open mics and I see people bomb. Yeah. And that fills me with confidence. Where yeah. I'm like, I could do. Nobody really bombs because it's a comedy club. Yeah. And people, like you said, are there to clap. One dude was just, I don't know. I I would never do it. I probably wouldn't do it. I don't have anything funny to say. It, it, it would be so hard, but you just got to be like a confident motherfucker because people are up there so confident yeah. and not even, they're just not even telling jokes. Yeah. It'd be like if we did this podcast and said it was like a, like, a comedy set it's yeah. really just us like just being goofy right <laughs> there's no punch I, I i don't know but it's crazy because then i really because people like some of the stuff i didn't like i'm like oh like the the senses of humor thing is yeah real. it's very yeah, it's very real and some i don't know i don't really have much else to say on it yeah yeah i mean yeah i've got like a recording of myself doing it from like 2013 it's like a decade ago mm-hmm. but it was a like, kind of a nerdier room Okay. So I listen back and like I did okay. And it just feed it just feeds that part of me that's like <laughs> right. yes, you should do it again. Yeah. What's like your like what would your subject matter be? What do you do? Uh or is it just like observational? I guess it's is more it? more observational. It's not like set up punchline mm-hmm. type thing, just like you know, like non sequiturs or like one liners. I guess it would be more of like somewhat like storytelling just like observations about yeah. my life and things i've experienced i mean i'll tell you this first time i ever did stand up it was like 2011 mm-hmm. and basically this like moose lodge in our town they did like an open mic mm-hmm. and so i literally i was watching the tv show louis yeah right and like we were walking to this moose lodge and I was do I wore like the jeans and the black t-shirt, and nice. I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, it's <laughs> like I'm in the TV show." Yeah, I mean, Lu- I mean, Louis like a, a big inspiration. Yeah, I mean, he's like, I, I like stopped watching comedy when he um, 
took a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Cause there's just, yeah. I, I also just think I'm like too, I couldn't do it. Like I was crafting up a, a joke. Sure. And I'll give you just the kind of the pun, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the, and it's, so the, the premise is Jesus comes back uh-huh. in the nineties and he's, he's he, he, like, can you imagine if he came back in the nineties and he was still speaking like Aramaic and nobody understood, but he learned the cultural stuff, but he was hanging out with like white frat bros. <laughs> And he was saying all the words you can't say now. Like he was dropping the words, like because that's like how people talk, you know. Like he was saying, like he was calling people the R word. He was calling people the in. F word. Yeah. He's and then and then he goes away. He's like, you know, like I came back. I did some good. I raised some people from the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he comes back 2023 again. But he still comes back with that lexicon. <laughs> and he like so he like comes back and he's, you know, like crossing kids and they get him on like CNN and Fox News, but he just starts saying these words that he was that, like, whoa, that, whoa, yeah, whoa. He's like, What do you mean? Like, why can't I say that? They're like, You can't say that that's a harmful he's like, But I was just here thirty years ago. <laughs> What's so, changed? Yeah, so that was something I was working on. That would be funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like the premise. I like the premise. Yeah, because you can put him in any... Imagine you put him in like a Chicano situation, and then he comes <laughs> back in 2023, he's talking like that, and everyone's like, what? Like, what are you, why are you talking like that? Um, they believe in me, I say. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, why are you talking like that? Oh, that, well, I came back 30 years ago, and that's... What it, they're like, Is that no. what you guys aren't into that anymore? Yeah, not, not anymore. Or like a very like hood situation. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. say that, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only, but I don't think, I think that only hit with like 15% of the population. So yeah. it's just, <laughs> but it's a funny idea. Yeah. Uh, I like it. <laughs> I'm a fan. Yeah. It's, Stan was, it's crazy. It's wild. Um. Uh, let's see. All right. Music topics. Should we do it? Should we get into the podcast? Yeah. The only <laughs> other thing I had, I had Lizzo question mark, but I, I don't know if I actually can muster up enough yeah, of not. a shit to give about that. The only thing I saw that was insane was Liz. <laughs> so the bananas. No, this is crazier than that. Oh, you're on Twitter. Yeah. I saw that Lizzo blocked daily loud. That's crazy because they were reporting. So like I'm on the Daily Loud, Rap TV, Say Cheese. All, oh, were like, they the, like reporting on it and she just Well, those it. are like the big and then uh, Grind Face. Those are the big like rap news. Yeah. But they'll just say whatever. Um, and they were talking about Lizzo and then she blocked them. Ooh, that's not a good look. Yeah. But I mean, I don't even want to talk about it because I just. I sounds don't, like she's I don't a even, shitty boss. Yeah. I just don't think I care. Yeah. I mean, it sounds bad. For everybody involved and why are you trying to be friends with your boss too like they're, they're gonna fuck you your boss yeah. will one day your boss is not your do, friend will do you wrong one day will do you wrong so. i i was making myself laugh though because i was just like <laughs> it's like oh man we the left really has no more sacred cows anymore <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was like oh that's that's bad maybe they got they got t-swift yeah I saw she just gave some money to her. 100K. Per person. To right? like bus drivers. Yeah. That's pretty tight. Yeah. Take me like three years. She just like that. devastates the local <laughs> economy of every city she comes to. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's just jacking the prices up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I guess the last topic, 
There was like some Zappa discourse on on the timeline that I was seeing. Okay, I did not see it. About like, well, there's this thing that people like to do, especially with like dead musicians, is try to speculate like where their political oh, beliefs would be. The like, worst thing I've heard all day. And they were like, Zappa, he was anti-communist. Respect. And, <laughs> and, and, and really, you know, I, I, I was obsessed with, with Zappa when I was in high school. I've read the book. I've, I've done, you know, I know way too much about the man. And really the only anti-communist thing that I could think of is just, he basically categorized himself as a social liberal fiscal conservative and and i think a lot of a lot of it was purely based on his experiences like Mm -hmm. he kind of like shat on on unions a little bit Mm -hmm. but it's because he went to record an orchestra and everything was like super delayed because all of the instrumentalists were like union contracts yeah and so in his mind what he saw was a bunch of musicians sitting around Collecting a paycheck, doing nothing. Yeah, I mean, and so like that's purely what he like is categorizing unions as. Yeah, I mean, like they say, whenever you see a union man run, it's because it's lunchtime <laughs> <laughs> um, or something like that. No, but I mean, he's also has. They're looking in such the lens of twenty twenty three. Exactly. Yes. And exactly. It's crazy. And. Unions are great, but like they're not always they're not perfect. Yeah, I mean if you and if you talk to your normal union guy, he's just like a Trump boy. Like and, and I think de- that's depending in the industry, the people who are they're they're not gonna like a lot of what it is. And like I out of college I applied to work at a union and did uh like shadowing. Okay. And like it's kind of fucked. Like some of it's just like a bummer for these people. Cause uh-huh. you go up to them and the job was, you have to hear their complaints and like run it by the end. And there'll be people who are working at this place for like 10 years. And they'll be like, why did this kid just get hired on at a higher pay than me? Yeah. It sounds like a lot of bureaucracy. Yeah. And, like and they're like, Oh, well, you know, like now the laws, you have to hire at this, but you're st- or they're at the same page. He's got. I've been here for ten years. Like why? Yeah. Well, that's the that's the minimum now. Fifteen dollars. She's like, I. Why don't I get more? She's like, Well, we're gonna work in that in collective bargaining. She's like, Okay, cool. When's that? Oh, twenty twenty five. It's just like, are, it's, are you it's help? a lot of like, just yeah, bureaucracy? She, yeah, she's like, So I'm paying dues for four more years. Like Until I don't maybe something. Yeah, happens. and it's just like it's a lot of bummer. But it, I mean, it can be good and good in certain sectors yeah right? yeah yeah it's not a flawless system yeah but i mean and then the like the basically like the anti-communist stuff is like part of the book he says he's like yeah like communism doesn't work because people like to own things it was kind of like this glib like one-off like kind of catchy he's like yeah i'm being clever like yeah but people are are taking like these couple things that he said and painting him as like some kind of like right-wing fascist yeah but i mean that's not even like a harrowing thing to say. Like I want a fucking house one day. Yeah. It, exactly. What does that same. make, uh, what does that make me? Like, like I, I want some stuff. You like colonizer, gentrifier, yeah, it, it, it's fascist. I don't even understand it. You want a yard. How heteronormative. Right. Cause you. what is there? <laughs> what is their thing? Like, Oh, well just have the government have it. Right. Isn't that what true communism is to like have the state own things? I, yeah. That doesn't sound good to me. 
Yeah, it's it, it's it's tough, and I don't, I don't think we're gonna find the answer on, on on Twitter. We just have to look to Korea. There's <laughs> there's North Korea, and there's, there's one country South that's Korea. Like nailed it. Yeah, one is communist, and one is capitalist. Which one do you want to live in? <laughs> and yeah, and 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 really, I think with Frank, like he was registering people to vote at his concerts. He wanted people to be politically mobilized and politically activated, mm-hmm. and he was like, his whole deal was against. Like, I think what he characterized as, like, religious fascism. Mm-hmm. He was very much, like, a freedom of speech kind of guy. I don't care what you do in your own home. Like, you know, as long as it doesn't harm your neighbor, yeah, I don't no care. No border collie shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was very hard-lined about that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But, I don't know. As, as a Zappa fan, it was annoying to see oh, discourse sure. about just, like, it's like, you pieces of shit don't, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and... It doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it, homeboy's dead. Homeboy's dead, and it doesn't matter what a motherfucker likes, even. Just say that you, you have a friend that likes Zappa's music, and you mm-hmm. can't stand it, and that's why you're yeah, going but, off. And it's just like, if something is good, you can separate something that's good from something you don't like, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I maybe don't like this person, but what they're making is good sure that's most music yeah yeah if don't then don't meet your heroes uh bullshit or whatever because but then again i think if you had a beer with anybody on the planet like me like i sat down with osama we'd probably find something in common (laughs) just something (laughs) and then it may end there but yeah i mean i once you go to like personal life if you go to the person you go to personal life on wiki and it's the first thing you look at you're like, oh, what do they believe in? And yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. like, you're missing the point. You're, yeah, yeah, you're 100%. Wrong. I agree. Unless, yeah, I think you said it in one of the earlier things. Um, I'm drawing a blank, but you totally said it. Okay. I had it in my brain for a, <laughs> just a millisecond. Um, no, people are trying to become influencers. That's what you said. Artists, uh, like, are just trying to be. Nobody cares. Yeah. And then I said something about like, if you're good at something, stick with it. <laughs> like, Just shut up. You, you yeah. can't be good at two things. You, you shut up it's and impossible. play. Don't have a Twitter. Don't have any social media. Like, don't engage with your audience. Just do your thing and don't talk, <laughs> don't talk to them. Yeah, we're we're the yeah we're the uh, Fox News to LeBron James. Just play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> well, then it's like I heard I heard musicians talk politics, and I'm like, actually, yeah, just shut up and play. Yeah, I mean. They can do it all they want, but they're musicians. They're not politicians, yeah. nor are they smart. <laughs> so they can have, they probably sound just as dumb as we do. Yeah. And yeah. they don't have any sort of a betterness to what they're saying. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I kind of wanted to. Yeah, please. So we're, we're about 50 minutes in. <laughs> no way. That's what it says on the thing. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh. We finally got to like our main topic. Well, That's okay. I don't we, care. I mean, I don't give a fuck, but we can edit some stuff out. Yeah. yeah. We can split Patreon episodes. Yeah. Well, so here's... <laughs> 50 here's, minutes? Yeah. No. 20 of that must have been Mad Men. A good amount was mad. Oh, no. So here's what I what I sort of want to do, <laughs> because we haven't really done it just yet. Mm-hmm. So the the feed that this podcast is currently on yes. is on my old podcast called Something Old, Something New, Something yes. Borrowed, Something Brewed. I am Andrew. 
It is. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun show that I did in 2017 up until I guess last summer, but now this is a new thing. Mm-hmm. And so the new thing is going to be called "From the Pile." And this is, uh, <laughs> there it is, there it is, folks. Hopefully, hopefully, by the time this one comes out, the artwork and shit has changed. Yeah. Wait, we could splice this to where this could be the beginning. Of this, this could be, yeah, the sewed. Yeah, and so basically, what I want to say is like the the idea that I kind of had in mind. So, so from the pile is something that my dad did. Uh, he would basically pick songs from his favorite records and he would make like these little playlists where he would, you know, from the pile, volume one, volume mm-hmm. two, volume three. And he had these CDs that he would just put different songs on and he would like play pool or work in the garage or whatever. And so, you know, seeing as we kind of have like a pretty loose format right now, I thought we every week we could bring in some songs mm-hmm. and then basically each week we pick one song from each of our pools to get put on the playlist. And we make our own from the pile playlist. Okay. I like but it's that. it's ever expanding. Like there's no finite love like amount of songs on Yeah. It. The big issue I see is that we're gonna have to make two because you're on Apple Music and I'm on Spotify. Uh, oh, oh, oh like something that some people could like follow oh, along. I'm talking to. public, yeah. Yeah, I do like that. But but I, I think yeah, we could do that. Or and, we don't have to at all. I just that's what I thought you meant, but maybe not. Maybe not. I got, no, no, I think that would be a bonus for the show, but I think mm. like we could I don't know where we could post it. We could post it somewhere on like some sort of social account or yeah. or whatever, but basically like a, a a playlist that gets updated every week with like I see. We pick our favorite songs and then from each of our pool of songs we mm-hmm. we pick that and then Yeah, cuz I think that's probably better to do than entire albums yeah it's that's a lot the old format of the show was literally like three albums it's it's way it was way too much homework to like to like basically have complex thoughts about three different albums can't have can't do that we need to have like harder to breathe and that's that's all we talk like just a nice 50 minutes of mad men talk and (laughs) then 20 minutes of like oh yeah yeah i mean that yeah (laughs) yeah i mean yeah (laughs) So this week, we, uh, we each picked three different songs, mm-hmm. and then I guess, I don't know, we'll, we'll kind of... Yeah, let's loosely go. I mean, like, we've been pretty laid back before. I mean, I don't have... I'm just going to kind of riff riff off the yeah, gnome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for, for the most part, that's pretty much what we do. We just sit here, and we tenderly look into each other's eyes. <laughs> you There's make, a candle. <laughs> yeah, there is a candle lit. We're trying to get rid of it because I got this new one at... Um, um, what's the place in TJ Maxx? Home Goods. Oh, I, I, I can't open it, but it's smells ASMR. Like good. Smell that. Yeah. <laughs> For the audience at home, yeah. you, you put the candle against the microphone. <laughs> it's good, but um, yeah, yeah. Um, originally we were gonna do this last week, but then we had these two dudes come on, and that's probably another episode of just f- f- farting for fifty minutes. Again, I was lasered. I was. Uh, I had fun. I thought it was great. I, I, I had fun, and we'll probably get one of them back, maybe two. Um, Eventually, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they 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 live elsewhere. But we'll see. We'll see how that that goes. That was fun. Those those are my two buddies. But um, you know, we're gonna do this that that week. But then that popped up. So we've had two weeks to listen to these songs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I do like this format more of just the songs. We can kind of get into it, and that can branch out into we don't need to talk about the artists and songs directly but 
yeah genres and feelings and moods and time and space um so yeah my three songs we want me start yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. so my three songs um two were nick cave and the bad seeds and the third one was black wing black wing yes okay thank you um i've said many times in this podcast i'm a big nick cave fan Mm-hmm. And I'm curious what you thought about the two songs I picked because he has a big discography. Um, one of the songs was from the album No More Shall We Part, which is maybe my favorite album of his. It came after The Boatman's Call, which is a, a close a tie for my two favorite albums. But he has so many different albums, different feelings. He has a lot of stages. He goes through life. He's religious. He's not. He's religious. He's not. He's religious. He's not. <laughs> it's crazy. He's sarcastic about it. Then he's like Boatman's call album is very Christian and, but it's good, but it has the, um, some of his, his, uh, bigger songs on it. I think it has, um, people just ain't no good. That one. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there's some, it's, but it's sarcastic, but um, but anyways, the song I picked was off No More Shelly Part. It came after Boatman's Call, and that's an album I think he just did in his house in Australia on the piano. So it's a yeah. very piano-heavy, um, and then he brought it to Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, which um, is a group of musicians. I forgot the one guitarist's name. He might not be in it anymore. He's a German guy. Um, but then Warren Ellis is on most of his albums too. He's the violin player. Okay. Um, but I love the song that I chose. I think the it was Sorrowful, Sorrowful Wife. Wife. It's I like, will say of the three songs that you picked, I think that one. Yeah. Is. And it's not even the best one on that album, but I think it's one that is interesting where yeah. it starts off slow. It's piano and then it, it picks up, it gets driving. And there's like an extended like guitar. Yeah. And it's solo like, like kind oh, of it, groove. Yeah. I, I, I love it. Um, so that's kind of the background of Nick Cave. I forgot if I mentioned it. Originally, he's from a, like a punkish type band called Birthday Party. Oh, um, okay. Well, I, I looked up Nick yeah. Cave on Apple Music, and I saw that like his earliest album was like 84 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's so been he's... around for a while. Um, and then the other Nick Cave song, so I, I just want to give a quick foundation that we can kind of talk about it briefly, um, was a song called Mermaids. And were mm-hmm. you able to listen to the live version? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because yeah. I love the guitar tone in that solo in that live version um i'm not sure if you remember it or not but that's a good song and i wanted to bring that one up it's called mermaids it's interesting it's not his best song but i like it live and it's pretty you can hear the audience laugh a little bit yeah yeah because he's she was a catch he, and it's a, he was the catch that fired out of her snatch yeah <laughs> and and like, you can kind of hear people awkwardly like, like what <laughs> yeah um but the reason i brought that song in is that album Push the Sky Away came out in like 2012 or something. Mm-hmm. And he that was one that he said that is bringing in more of a youthful listening. So oh. I was curious what you thought if people like us who aren't in our 50s who are Nick Cave fans, <laughs> that's an interesting album to kind of get into him as. And that was just one song from it. And I like the live version more than the studio version. Um, so, so my read, I definitely got... Uh, 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 the, there's like a few guys that it sort of reminded me of mm-hmm. mostly these sort of like raggedy singer songwriter guys. Like, uh, who's the big one? Uh, he's like a pianist. 
Why am I blanking on his Is name? Is it Billy Joel? No. <laughs> no. Uh, um, he was in that movie. He was in uh, Seven Psychopaths. Oh, shit. This is really bad. Now, we never go to Wiki, but we're going to Wiki. I'm now. going to IMDb. Seven Psychopaths. I'm going to feel like such a moron when it's I... It's a musician? Yeah. Uh, hold on. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, he had like a bit role. Why is it not... Seven Psychopaths. Why is it his show? I mean, I guess it was like kind of a smaller role for him. Uh, Jesus Christ. How far down? Tom Waits. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that sort of like gravelly singer-songwritery or uh, Iggy Pop kind of reminded okay. me of like later Iggy Pop. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought the the poetry was a little juvenile maybe with like the she was a catch in oh my, yeah it just like it seemed like like rhyming words at the end of every thing yeah he's he he's interesting because like i said he's got a lot of stuff but i was i, I was just curious what you thought because that instrumentally was, musically i thought it was the lyrics kind of held me up a little bit okay. like the sort of poetry rhyming scheme yeah but musically i his band sounds really tight and i think I think it maybe it was the sorrowful wife more. One of them has like horns on it, and I I thought like the horn section. I, th- was I think great. that's the um, electric violin. Really, that makes yeah. Warren Ellis does some crazy stuff to make it sound like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Text texturally and musically. Yeah, I mean, it, I thought it was really. I, I really liked it. It's it's crazy, and he does he does a lot of screenwriting, and he has a lot of um, soundtracks for movies. Oh, have you really? seen the movie The Proposition? No, but I think I've heard of that. I think he wrote that movie and did really the soundtrack to it. Um, he's always been a guy that was like in my orbit, but I never actually like listened to. Yeah, like, I know of him. I when I he was, I think he was like hanging out with like Joe Strummer, um, uh, Shane McGowan, and he dated. Um, who's the girl that does? Uh, like. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he, he he does a lot of stuff. Um, he, it's it's all pretty dark, like it's pretty yeah, sad. I would say, yeah. Or like, and because he's lost two sons Jesus. recently, and so like all his newer albums are just like very hard to listen to because one his son died at least like thirteen or something, and he made an album like a year later, and it's just like, oh, yeah, it's like so. Tough. And then like the next year, another one died, and it just. It's tough. PJ Harvey. You know PJ Harvey? Um, no. She's in that era again, but yeah, they. I think they dated for a bit, and then he, she's on a, a song on an album called, I think it's called Murder Ballads that he does, and it's like 10 songs, and each song is about a murder. Oh, okay. And it's just like a story song, but yeah, I mean, he's pretty prolific, writes a lot of stuff. He writes books. He does screenplays, movies. Yeah. He's just always fucking working and doing, and that's something I think that my lazy generation doesn't do it's like you go to work now and i'm just like like i'm just gonna chill but those older old heads will like go to work and then be like i'm gonna run a movie and yeah 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 they they have they have something that drives them like once they're out of like their normal job something to like push them into yeah. hopefully not having to do their normal job and then they can do this creative thing full yeah. time and so, I mean, I could go on, and we, I'll probably go on more about Nick Cave, because I am just we'll return to this a, a, well. a giant fan. Um, 
he was kind of close with the Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash covered one of his songs, oh. Mercy Seat, which is very good. And they did a song in tandem together. I can't remember the name, but it's Johnny and Nick doing their thing. Um, was that like late era Johnny Cash yeah. when he was doing like the American records with Rick yeah. Rubin? Yeah, it was. I forgot the album. It has, I think it's the Hurt. You it's know like, how it was like the American a, Four? Maybe, yeah. I mean, Johnny's also got a lot of shit. Too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, if, if you like The Sorrowful Wife, you should listen to that whole album. Because um, he wrote it in, yeah, like I said, just on the piano. So it's all piano bass and they add the violins and the textures and the. Because it ends with kind of like a chant. With like a lady, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna. It's very sparse to begin. Yeah, it's it's bare bones. You got to get used to his vocals. Yeah, it's very very elongated and enunciated. Yeah. But then juxtapose this to like the last two minutes. It's. Yeah, yeah. I think when the, when the piano kind of hits, it's like a very like repeated eighth note, like mid range. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very cinematic. Yeah, like I could see this in a movie. Yeah, like I said, just a lot of. Let me see what movies he's done. Wait, that would maybe. Like you got swelling strings kind of coming in there yeah. too. Let's see. Very melancholy. Yeah, like. A lot of it's just like it's just sad. Um, it, it skip to like the end where it gets like driving, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, so it's like you hear the violin and. Yeah, and it's like a it's like a little bit behind the beat, like it's a little <laughs> very very raw, like emotional, like kind of yell singing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's very. That's the stuff that reminds me of yeah. Tom Waits. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I didn't realize he did the music to The Road, the movie. What? Or part of it. You've you seen Hell or High Water? That was another one. No. Um, let's go to the road here. Screen by, play by Corm McCarthy. Let me go to the music. This is just, I'm on, I'm on Google. Or I al- didn't know he did the music. Al- alphabet. I mean, I forget that there yeah. was even music in the road. Music I feel by like Nick was... Cave and Warren Ellis. Those That's are, crazy. It, yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, he, it, it, it's cool. Very prolific. And, I, I want to see him live. Um, you haven't seen he him live. is no. I was gonna go and then that like COVID happened <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah, you know the the so that thing. lame. And now he's touring, but it's just him on piano, which I'd see. But when he does tour the Bad Seeds, he walk, you want to see the full band? He no, he gets in the crowd and he like looks oh. at you, touches you, and oh. is very and he wears like a suit and shit and. It's crazy. Like, he's a very animated. Yeah. And he doesn't smile. Like, it, it's all dark. It's all, like, yeah. minor chords and shit. But, yeah. And then Blackwing. That song, I was more 
curating that to talk about when we had my buddies on and we were talking about more house shows because the guy who does the song from Blackwing, what's it? What's my the, body betrayed. My me. body betrayed. Which I love that song. Um, he is he's in Have a Nice Life is a band and um, Have a Nice Life is kind of picking up with uh, the, the youth a little bit and then um, Giles Corey are two bands, but they're very more weight yes yeah yeah that's that's what it's named after but it's a very it's like a sad band but they do a lot of house shows the guy he's he's, he's older the guy's like a job yeah but, it sounds like house show music but it sounds yeah. like interesting house show music yeah which i is mean unlike the house show music you should check out have a nice life they're super good he's got death consciousness is it's the same guy that does that does i just like that song um that i sent you and i didn't want to do death consciousness because I feel like everybody knows. Is that the it. one that was just like completely peaked out, super loud, overblown? Not really. What's what song? <laughs> what song did you send me? You sent oh, me one. Oh, I sent you a, a negative approach That's song. That's what it was. That <laughs> was insane. I was just. It was like live 1984, just the worst recording oh, yeah. I've ever heard of a song ever. Um, I was just listening to Shuffle punk music and that came on but yeah i mean i don't really have too much to say except i just kind of like that song the synth line in that song is really good yeah because yeah. it's kind of like it's, this it's repeated catchy. thing that happens and then that synth line comes in and mm. i was like oh yeah it's 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 bedroom music where he just he made yeah. it in his bedroom probably um i don't really think the guy's name was dan i i think but he doesn't tour often him he might do some shows does a lot of shows with the band i really like another bedroom guy call him bedroom guy uh quotations planning for burials another house show band okay um super good but it's all very sad and once you reach a certain i love sad once you reach a certain age can you make really depressing music still it's like you're 30 years old yeah what are you doing like i kind of get it for nick (laughs) yeah like (laughs) Like, i I get it for like if nick katie lost some close people but if you're like a single dude in your 40s... My girlfriend left yeah. me. Because <laughs> like I said before, like pop punk, once you're 25, you can't listen to it. Yeah, you age out of it you, real fast. Yeah, I mean, I will listen to it, but I won't say I do. And I, I'm saying right now I don't, but I will. Yeah, you draw the yeah. curtains and you're like, tonight will be the night. Is that yeah. new pop punk? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> I like... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But make whatever you want. Okay, how about this? Yeah, yeah go. Of these three songs, mm-hmm. which one would you put... On our playlist, my vote is for the sorrowful. Yeah, life. probably that one. Um, but it's tricky because if I had to pull one from that album, I wanted to show you that one because it's good, a good intro to that album. Okay, there are other songs that I like more. But I think I added it to my library. Yeah, so like I really like. Um, there's, uh, I think it's called "Oh My God," and there's one called "God Is in the House." Oh, um, no more Shelley part is good. Far from me is another good one on the album, but is, um, better live. There's no violin on the, and then there's one more, but and anyway, I thought that that was a good one to introduce you to it, but I don't know if it's my favorite on the album. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, well, if we're doing this like playlist thing, you could always bring in another song from that record mm-hmm. like later on. And yeah, let me actually pull it up so I can see. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably throw in a, some Nick Cave songs here and there. Yeah. Because like I said, he's got a lot of stuff. Big catalog. Big, big, big variety of stuff. Big catalog. He does the intro to Peaky Blinders. Oh, Have you seen that show? That red, no, but I know. I yeah, know. Red, it. right hand. Um, 
that's a big one. Where's how do I get to see the albums on this? Did they they're always updating the interface on these apps? Spotify just want, they're very playlist focused. I don't even know if I can look at. Yeah, like can I see albums anymore? That's what I like about Apple Bro. Music is like they have like a library and you can sort it by artists and albums. I'm that's an Apple bitch. I great. Wow, this came out in 2001. Oh, that's Love Letter, Hallelujah might be my favorite. And then 15 Feet of Pure White Snow is the big one on that album. Yeah. Um, Boatman's Call, though, that's in, into my heart. I don't <laughs> believe in an interventionist God. But maybe Ooh. looking at you, I wonder if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, stuff like that. Like the anti-crooner. Wait, it's Far From Me now? What did I... Far From Me was the moment? How much really... Oh, and I sat sadly by her side. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an Uber fan. You're Nick Cavehead. Yeah, tight. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Anyway, I could go on forever. <laughs> Listen to those folks. Um, but yeah, let's go in because yours were a diff- different vibe for sure. I, I, I had a variety of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I think for the sake of time. Uh, I'll I'll touch on the Dawes song, Someone mm-hmm. Else's Cafe slash Doom Scroller. Yes. Uh, I think I talked about Dawes early, earlier. When, early I, when, you, when you sent it over, like the it first episode. looked familiar. The name looked familiar. Uh, I, yeah, th- there's another song on this album that showed up on my, like, sort of Apple, like, radio mm-hmm. that, like, analyzes what I've been listening to. We'll play stuff that I like, and then it'll add in other songs, like, to be like, hey, you might, you might like this one. And there's a Dawes song that came on. It's, it's called Comes in Waves on that same record. And I was right. like, oh, this is interesting. And so I, like, I added the record to my library. And this is the first song on there. And uh, this whole album has like six to eight minute long songs that have these yeah. sort of featured breakdowns and then extended instrumental breaks and then guitar solos. And I thought it was really unconventional and weird. Like I feel like a lot of like... Because Dawes, I think, is like a fairly popular band yeah um, i'm looking at their listeners i mean they got five, almost six hundred thousand monthly yeah that's that's pretty so they probably don't have another job <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, true but from what I, from what i've gathered this record that they just put out is very unlike everything else that they've done which is the doom scroller album yeah okay which the the, the main thing that I, I i feel with this album is that it really borders on millennial cringe like calling okay. your album Doom Scroller, yeah, is kind of cringe to me a little bit. Just like it's, it'd be it'd be like calling your album like Memoirs of a Black Pilled, yeah, irony poster or something like that. Where it's like, that's very 2020, and it's it, like three years later. What, what was the Maroon Five album that we we're talking about? Like Red Pill, Red Pill Blues, Red or something? Pill Blues. Like, like, ah. <laughs> Funny. It was like the same year that like Charleston happened and that girl got hit by a car. Oh, yeah. It was like, I don't know if you want to be like tongue in cheek about being <laughs> red pilled or yeah. whatever. Calling it doom. Like those are funny terms to throw out when you're chilling or doing a yeah. podcast, but to come as together as a band. Hey guys. Yeah. Like let's call it this. It's going to date you. We're black pilled too. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it, it's going to date you pretty bad. And there's, there's another song on the album that's just called everything is permanent where, they're just talking about like everything that you've ever thought is online and it's permanent. And I think even with, with someone else's cafe, it, it, it toes that line of irony, like almost into sincerity where it's like, it's almost cringy, but I think the music is good enough that it like pulls it away from that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I guess I didn't listen to the lyrics too much. I, he's kind of talking about like, uh, like, oh yeah, you want to you want to be a fascist. You want to be you want to be all these things, but you're still waiting tables at someone else's cafe. Damn. Like basically, like, yeah, online you might be this big. You know, you're 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 a guy on Twitter with a statue as an avatar. Mm-hmm. You're talking about being trad, or you're talking about this or that. But at the end of the day, you're still like bussing tables. So he's like a. Is he getting paid by the Desantis Fund? <laughs> like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm reading lyrics like "You can call yourself a living god if it rallies up the troops, reinstate the firing squad, lace up your combat boots." Yeah, so stuff, it is definitely which isn't when you listen to the music, you don't really get that feel, right? The feel is very like uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play yeah. a bit here. It's very like I don't even. It's quick and like kind of jazzy. Yeah, I mean. It feels like a, a, like a coffee shop, a cafe. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. And it's very it, his vocal performance is very like, yeah. very smooth and like and almost almost croonery a little bit. Yeah, the his tone doesn't match the theme. I guess it's very like disaffected almost. Or yeah, like, I mean, my biggest thing with this was. It might be a little too long of a song. Yeah. It's about 10 minutes, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's about that. <laughs> so, but I mean... The guitar solo at the end, though. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Um, he, he... I usually don't mind a long song. I don't mind a long song. Some of the, I think people have compared this album like to be like sort of Zappa-esque, and I, mm-hmm. I, and I would kind of agree sometimes there's just like... There's just extended, yeah. There's just like instrumental breakdowns and guitar solos, and yeah, it just it 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 works for me. Which this ties into something I wrote down too was, um, I love a good piano in a band. Yeah, like a not like a keyboard because that sounds like more of like a grand piano. It does, yeah. And that's obviously Nick Cave. He plays the piano or he just sings. Um, I think if you can introduce that this like classical piano sound and have it good without like adding blend in with everything yeah and else. without having crazy effects or sound like the damn doors uh, <laughs> <laughs> my ne- my nemesis like that's awesome i think that's really cool Riders um, on the storm. Uh, yeah so i i did like that a lot with that yeah the end this like vocal performance mm-hmm. and then i i really like the way the song ends with this the the piano it's like this little yeah cuz like i think even after the vocal performance the piano kind of plays that main motif again just yeah 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 got about 30 seconds left yeah this is it, it's definitely heady people would say right this ending Piano's goaded. It just it just very somberly fades out with that mm-hmm. main motif. Yeah, no. I, I really like that. Have you seen them live? No. I only got into them like literally a month ago. Okay. Yeah, because I'm in the twenty twenty three album. Yeah. So 
which is what you sent me. Yeah, I'm, I was. Yeah, it, I think I sort of knew about them. Never on my radar, really, though. And then that song just kind of hit me, and I was like, "Oh, I, I kind of dig this." Yeah. Um, a couple other things. Kind of porny. Very. It's very. Yeah. It's, it's like old school porny. <laughs> it, yeah. That, I mean, it has like a '70s vibe. I feel like porny's a good name. Porny, like a cat. Porny, porny hey, porny, come on over here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think. So there's two other songs, um, Pastoral mm-hmm. Scene. I think it was my favorite you sent me. Yeah, you like that one? Yeah, I did, yeah. Uh, that's this guy. Uh, he goes by Brock Winthrop, which is mm. uh, not a real name. Okay. Um, BW. Are you familiar with Longmont Potion Castle? Negative. He is a prank phone call guy. Love that. We should do some of that on the pod. He <laughs> so long <laughs> so Longmont Potion Castle is this dude who has like a full mixing board mm-hmm. and he'll call people and just and it's never malicious. He's just kind of a he he pretends to be an idiot, mm-hmm. just very lightly bugging people. Like I think one of his last albums he put out, he somehow managed to get the phone number of Gallagher. The okay. guy who smashes watermelons, yeah, rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. And basically, he kept calling him, pretending to be like an Amazon delivery driver trying to deliver something to his house. Mm-hmm. And Gallagher just kept getting pissed because he's like, I didn't order anything. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But I think Brock Winthrop was like a, a, a fake name right. that he just threw out. Okay. And this, this guy uh, adopted it as his sort of persona. And uh, he's got like an EP out now. Uh, mm-hmm. And. I don't know how to describe it other than it's it's kind of alt rocky, uh, but it's very uh, 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 what would you call it? like Boston area like Maryland, East Coast. Yeah, it's the witch. Yeah, it's it's very like autumnal and like some sort of like East Coast town. I would say. Yeah, it's gonna bring it up. But pastoral scene is a song. So the guy who does the music, his name is Alex. He he's he's kind of like one of those like irony leftist guys on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's kind of associated with like the Chapo trap house guys. And that's how I found out about it. They ended an episode and they're like, Oh, play that new Brock Winthrop tune. And I listened, I was like, Holy shit. And it was, it was pastoral scene. Yeah. And I fell in love instantly and like listened to it over and over and over and over again. And no one, <clears throat> he's kind of like under the radar. I don't think really a lot of people know about him. But, uh, oh no! I mean, looking at it, I'm looking at his thing now. He's got 173 monthly listeners, a couple thousand. He's got a song, Adonai, Adonai. Yeah, which is, I think, from the Bible. Or just, yeah. yeah, there's a sort of like biblical undertone yeah, to a lot of his stuff. Very. I think that's when Jesus was on the cross. He's saying, "What do you say? Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani?" Oh, God, well, why have you forsaken me? Oh shit! Very interesting when you look at it from a theological perspective because yeah. if you look at the trinity if you if you're into that god is jesus jesus is god he's why is he forsaken me it's it yeah yeah, yeah. we'll save this for the, the theology podcast <laughs> but i do not deny that's what we it translates go, we, to we could go into that interesting i just think that's a crazy thing for jesus to say why yeah very 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 candid very uh yeah because if he's supposed to be the son of God. He is God. Is he knows why he's doing this, but even then he's still just like, Yeah, no, that's... He's like, this shit sucks. Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah ex- exactly. Damn, that's why cr- are you doing this to yeah, me? Yeah, which I think is interesting. Very interesting. Because I, I, I like all that weird shit. So, just to think about it. It's, I, it's almost... It's interesting to uh, 
look at the Bible from like a high fantasy point of view where it's like, this is an interesting story with interesting characters mm-hmm. and I'm not going to let it dictate my life, but I think these yeah, stories I mean, are interesting. You have to look at it through biblical eyes. You can't look at it through. Um, so like one of the, like one thing like it's more Protestants go like sola scriptura, which is you look at, it's the, like the, it's, I forgot what it translates to, but it's like literal translation of the words on yeah. it. You can't do that. It doesn't really work like that. Cause if yeah. you read that, it doesn't, the dinosaurs, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it, um, but if you look at it through biblical it's eyes, it's like highly yeah. interpretive, you know, exactly. Yeah. It's the, let's bring it back to America. There's the debate is the constitution a living document or is it just like a static this is where they, they wrote it and this is how it's supposed to be or is it the, the whole debate is it, is it living as in the sense of can we are things adapting and changing yeah and I think that I think that's a lot of the times that's how they justify like you know Supreme the 19th Court, Amendment yeah or like Supreme Women Court voting. decisions yeah, yeah just like <laughs> <laughs> or like even the, like the right to bear arms is like mm-hmm looking at like the context then the context now is like how does this apply to now yeah yeah buy a gun yeah if you feel unsafe (laughs) (laughs) uh and then the last song would you believe that this is a cover of of whom so so this guy i found on youtube covering an aphex twin song okay this guy will van horn he's played with horn bin okay uh, but he is, he is a pedal steel guitar player. Nice. And uh, hot take for the pod. I think the pedal steel is the prettiest sounding instrument in the world. Okay. And nine times out of ten, it will always make me emotional if it is implemented really? correctly. I'm a sucker for the pedal steel guitar. Let me look at it. I'm, I'm looking it up what it looks like. I'm looking it up what it looks like. I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a little yeah okay yeah it's, it's the it's the uh horizontal yeah 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 you play it with like kind of like this m- metal pill and you finger pick and yes. there's like there's like levers that you can step on and kick with mm-hmm. your knees yeah it's very american yeah right no i i think i i, I know what you mean because it's different from the steel guitar just yeah. the steel guitar yeah um but usually when i see it yeah it's it's more somber songs. It's not, you're not like an upbeat. You're not dancing to it. And what's interesting is, is, is this, this EP that will put out, he uses that as a leading instrument where I feel like usually like pedal steel is sort of, it accompanies an acoustic guitar and a vocalist. Like it's, it's more of a flavor texture Mm -hmm. and he, he takes center stage with it. And so this song lost my mind. I, adore it it's just, it's very dreamy and ethereal mm-hmm. I like that I could do these drums I like these drums very laid back see I felt this was similar to the Dawes song I, I, I could see not that. like similar but in the same vein kind of like I, I wouldn't ex- I could see this song being played at the same set as that first song. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. He's got a little bit of like vibrato on there, like tremolo. Yeah, see this probably has to do with you listening to old songs going to bed. <laughs> yeah, right? it's it's subconscious. That's... Yeah. But okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So you got a good taste of this? Yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm looking I'm reading about him. Check 
This is a cover song of a genre that I don't think you would expect. I'm scared. Why would I... <laughs> what is this? Oh, okay. My bitch says she love me, but I don't think it's just me. But I don't really give a fuck. As long as I'm living, I'ma live it up. I ain't trying to take no pictures. Give a fuck how they feel. ain't no model. Is this a popular song? No, I don't think so. So he just he just kind of found it and covered it. Yeah, he. I, 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 it's it's insane to me that he found like this random hip hop song mm-hmm. and was like. I could translate this to like a pedal steel. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it's confusing. It's like there's no. Yeah, I mean, it'd be hard to do, right? <laughs> but I, I, when I found out that that's what he was covering, because like that on the album he also covers like an Aphex Twin song called El, Alberto Balsam, hmm. which is one of Aphex Twin's like big like electronic songs. Okay. If like you're in that community, Alberto's balsamic yeah mm. but uh i it, it, it seems like it was something that's perfectly designed for me like lead instrument is pedal steel guitar yeah. it's moody it's vibey like i i could i could make a compilation of like songs that have pedal steel in it that i'm just like yep puts a lump in my throat every time i listen to it crazy it's i it's a beautiful instrument that i wish i learned how to play there's still time there's still time you just need the the capital to buy one <laughs> <laughs> you can get like a shitty little lap steel that doesn't have all the yeah. levers and you can just kind of like practice shit that is but. if infinity's not taking your money from you <laughs> those pieces of shit yeah. i could use that 82 dollars yeah my pedal steel guitar wait one more request before because we're probably running we are, we're about an hour and a half okay yeah play play the blackwing song i want to be reminded Okay. I just want to, because I hardly touched on I just want to make sure I'm not forgetting something. Yeah, because this is totally, someone can make this by themselves. So it's not a band. It's got a little bit of like, almost like that 8-bit crushed. Yeah. I just remember this song being very catchy. It is. Um, My body betrayed Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the me? line? He says something like... I felt love and my body betrayed me. Yeah, and all the lyrics are very just like sad. Like, yeah. All the Giles Corey stuff is very good, but it's just like, bury me in a grave. <laughs> and like, I don't want to live anymore. It's it's very dark. But yeah, the, um, when the doodle doodle Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just think this is like a. My ears perk up. I'm like, yeah, oh. a very just catchy song. I, I was listening to this. I was like, "Oh, this almost sounds like monks singing in a like a yeah, like he, a big reverberant chapel." De- I'm not sure if there's like doubled up vocals. See, there's definitely an effect on it. Um, let's see if we can get to the part where the I feel like it's coming up. I feel like and it's then going the up. end, it, he does like the chanting. My body betrayed yeah. me. Which is a f- I, I like that line. My body betrayed yeah, yeah. me. It's deep in my bones. It's deep in my mouth. Come on. It should be coming up. I know. It takes... Come on. Give it to us. You're like, oh. The, uh... You ever watch uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog? Doesn't the cover art look like Courage-y? In the middle of nowhere? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, this is... Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, just a catchy uh, little... I don't really know why I chose this one, but I like it. Yeah. I like it. I'm standing by it. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, I mean, the program drums has to be the kick snare. It's very distant in the mix. The vocals? Yeah, it's yeah. like... But it's got layers to just, it. Yeah, the layers work well together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just shit. a fun one. Just a fun one. Bang, bang. I didn't even play a pastoral scene, but... You can toss it on. It uh I like it because it references Twin Peaks. The show or the band? The show. Have you I watched Twin I've Peaks? not seen I know it's it's DL and I I like DL. Did you see the DL David Lynch? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no for the people. <laughs> um, you see his interview of the monkey movie? What what Jack did? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? What's up with that? I don't know. I think I liked it. Uh, no, it was it was like on Netflix. It, it had to be sarcastic, right? Oh yeah, I. That's the thing with David Lynch is that I I I'm a big believer in that David Lynch has a sense of humor. Yeah, and that's sort of like an Occam's razor with his shit, where it's like if if it's weird and oddly funny, mm-hmm. it's it's probably not that much deeper than yeah. David Lynch thought it was funny. Yeah, my favorite part about the movie were reading the reviews of people trying to... To, like, intellectualize yeah. it. I'm yeah, I'm like, this is why... I'm like, this It's mon- a talking monkey! Yeah, I'm like, this is why he made it for this... He thought it was funny! Yeah, no, that... Because, yeah, I, <laughs> that's the simplest thing is he just wanted to interview a monkey. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think David Lynch is the greatest actor, Um Maybe you do. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he has a style. Yeah, because uh, um, it's it's just he just wanted to do it. it's 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 great. But like, I forget. Did you watch the Dune, the David Lynch Dune? I haven't. I've, we started it. It's crazy. It's it's awesome. <gasps> try to finish it. I know it's hard, but try to finish it. Yeah. Um, a lot of Twin Peaks alumni in that. Sting. God, I wish David Bowie's in uh, Twin Peaks Firewalk with me, which is the movie. Okay. But uh, David no. Bowie has an appearance in the Christopher Nolan film. Uh, He's Nikola Tesla yeah, in, in Prestige. Prestige. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm sure you've seen Eraserhead and love Eraserhead. Oh, love Eraserhead. So good. Mulholland Drive is really good. I, I haven't seen all of David Lynch's stuff, but... Wild at Heart is really good. That's a Nicolas Cage, Laura Dern Road okay. movie. Willem Dafoe's in it. Does he do, it's like, the drive? What's it called? What's the, the car is in a car? Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, Wild at Heart, there's a lot. Maybe the, that's it. Driving around in a convertible. This is, like, an at night. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Lost Highway? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, that's newer, though. Past 20 Lost years. Lost Highway is, like, 97. Really? And then Inland Empire is 2006, and that's, like, his last... Okay. Feature film. Besides from the Jack interview. Or if you count Twin Peaks The Return, which right. is 17 episodes, but David Lynch considers it to be like a 17 hour long film. Great. I don't know, I yeah. guess. Uh, Who, I think, it, did um, Radiohead do some of the 
Lost Highway soundtrack. Or no, Nine Inch Nails, too. Nine Inch Nails, and I think maybe... Um, I think Marilyn Manson was on. Who's the guy from... Oh, Black Hole Sun. Oh, Chris Cornell. Is he or, in it maybe? I don't. I don't think. Maybe Katie's. I'm just thinking of Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Which we could do Nine Inch Nails thing, but I've we, never gotten into Nine Inch Nails. I haven't either, but I do like a, some of their stuff. That'd be fun as an episode. Were there any like? Because that's industrial rock, yeah. right? Were there any industrial rock people that you knew? I don't think I couldn't name a single person, but Maybe I knew that they exist. There was like one Queens of the Stone Age album, Era Vulgaris, that I think mm-hmm. kind of falls into that category of industrial rock. But like, do you remember people at in your high school who were dressing in yeah. industrial? Because I we didn't have that. Um, I mean, there were like goth kids who wore goth shit that I were into Nine Inch Nails, but mm-hmm. I don't think they were into like the the industrial. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's Trent Reznor is the guy's name, right? Yeah. He's like a very good vocalist live. He's a very good songwriter. Yeah. I don't know that much Nine Inch Nails. But, exactly. I, I just, but he has done film soundtracks that I absolutely adore. Yeah, I think he's I think he's very talented. We should we should do a a look in, we we should both learn about it and then yeah. check it out. Um Yeah, I mean because that's the 90s. I just like the 90s. I also want to do some like Stone Temple Pilots. I think they're yeah. sick in the head in a good way. <laughs> um, stuff like that. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll reconvene and find out what we want to talk about next week. I'm going to close it out with some pastoral scenes. Yes. The it. Twin Peaks reference is when he says, it's like dry eyes at Leland Palmer's wake. Okay. Laura Palmer is the high school student who gets murdered in Twin Peaks. I haven't seen it, bro. That's the it's the first ten minutes. <laughs> Basically, that's what sets the events of the show off. And is it supernatural? It's like X Files a little bit. A li- Actually, David Duchovny is in it. Really? As a trans woman named oh, no. Denise. Oh no! Do people know? Oh, it's it's played completely like straight. Like they don't like. Oh, you're a dude in a dress. No, they play it like. He's like a, he's like an FBI agent, and he's like, yeah, I feel more comfortable as Denise wearing women's clothing, and they're like, okay, damn, very like sort of, I mean, mm. sort of like progressive for its time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then um, I think David Duchovny reprises the role in Twin Peaks: The Return, and there, there's it's like just, a, it's just like a quarterback dude. <laughs> there's no. a sort of famous quote because David Lynch is in the show as like an FBI like guy mm-hmm. and he meets denise again in twin peaks to return and denise is like yeah i'm a woman now and david lynch his character is just like it's like okay well if, <laughs> if anyone disagrees they need to fix their hearts or die <laughs> yeah like that's, that's very like, david lynch that, that, that was a decent impression that was decent yeah <laughs> yeah uh but yeah here's a little bit of pastoral scene from brock winthrop it's just a bop it's a very fun yeah And I like the cover art, too. Yeah, very, like, New England, Renaissance-ish. Yeah, it looks like a little Quaker man, maybe. He's got, like, a slightly nasally voice, Mm -hmm. but I like it. Oh, yeah. Like, how would you classify this? Kind of pop-punk. Yeah. Right? It could be, like, a Taking Back Sunday. But, no, like, I love the guitar, the bright, it's bright tones. Yeah. Almost like a Telecaster. Ain't it grand? Yeah. 
Leland Palmer's Laura Palmer's okay. dad. The murderer. Don't tell me. You have to find out. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is just like a good vibe song. Yeah, just a fun, fun thing. It's an earworm. I get, I get it stuck in my head all the time. Yeah. The vocals are wild. That he does, that ha- like he's nasal, he's nasaled off. His he, he doesn't have like a huge range. He's kind of staying right in the same mm-hmm. area. Yeah, I just like the, I like the guitar. Is there even a bass in it? It's, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a programmed bass. Because mm-hmm. like I, I don't think he's like a guy that has access to like a full studio. So I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of this is like he plays guitar and then everything else is like MIDI instrumentation. Yeah. Kind of similar. Like I'd say REM is my top five favorite bands. And yeah. most of their guitar work is just like picking like that. It's just not. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. It's not a lot of power chords. It's think of, I mean, think of like everybody hurts. That's a very, yeah. that's not like, I wouldn't class. I wouldn't call Arium that song, but it's the every. Yeah, but I mean, it's just like picking guitars. That's the that's their style. I mean, the intro to Losing My Religion. Yeah, there's not. There's like no power chords in any of their songs. Yeah. So. All right, we're an hour forty. We'll yeah, cut it, it. Cut it. Hell yeah. Well, next week we'll have something. A few more songs that we can kind of yeah discuss and we'll then put some. We'll, I'll put some thought into it because these were two two weeks in the making. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's some good ones. And like I said, we just cracked the surface on Nick Cave for me. Yeah. I love it. I love a deep dive. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're sleepy now. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.